0: Welcome to When Love Aligns podcast, where alignment, love, and relationships live. I am Paul Bache Williams, a licensed clinical social worker and psychotherapist. I'm also the blessed husband of Tara Gates Williams.
1: And I am Tara Gates Williams, brand expert, mother, daughter, sister, good old girlfriend, and the blessed wife of Paul Bache Williams. Welcome to our third installment of Love. And today we're going to be talking about love and vision. You know what? I should just break in the song. Mariah Carey, Vision of Love.
0: No, we don't need any of your
1: singing. I'm not there today, you yeah, guys. today, but- <laughs> today tomorrow. <laughs> if I could sing right now, I are saying Vision of Love by Mariah Carey. Because I think it's very important in life, and I learned this, you know, later in life, to have this vision for the things that you want, right? I may have had a vision for a career and all those things, but I never had a full vision for love and purpose in my life so we want to dig in deep today. So this is love and vision. I think my vision starts with when I was led to create a vision board for my husband, a vision board for my purpose in life, and a vision board for my business. And really putting out there, because at the time, let 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 me backtrack. At the time, I was single for about four years and you know, dating here and there, nothing important or serious, mm, and, I'm saying
0: nothing important,
1: oh does that sound mean? yeah, yeah, and that's probably why I didn't latch on to anybody because I didn't see it as important mm. but but let me let me finish because God totally reeled me in and checked me on that, and and really, in that in my single time, and I was really getting my relationship right with God and back on track and and really having a deeper understanding of who I am to him. And who he is in my life and who he is in me. I remember God telling me, because I, I had resigned to being single for like uh, the rest of my life. I was like, yeah, I'm not dealing with this. this I'm not for these streets. Like, it's just going to be me and I'm not. And I remember telling my daughter that. But then I remember in prayer time one time, God was saying, you have a lot of love to give. And when he said that, that just kind of like woke me up and checked me. And he's because it was basically I feel like I what I was hearing was like, it's not all about you. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not about what you're getting. Thus, my comment. Right. How I saw dating or, or being in a relationship is eh, it ain't important. I'm not doing anything. I never took anyone serious. You know, I was always making excuses not to be in a relationship. So I was indirectly pushing it away. But so they also had to I present
0: themselves as well. Yeah. But,
1: but I didn't have a vision then. I right. Gotcha. So I, I probably didn't show up a certain way. So when I heard that message of God saying, you have a lot of love to give, I had to shift and say, you're right. It's about the giving, not about the getting. So that led me to create a vision board for my, like I said, my husband, my purpose and my, my business. And when I was creating this vision board for my husband, I put down characteristics. I put down just little things that I wanted to do. I remember a girlfriend of mine was like, yeah, you don't have a whole lot of pictures. How is this a vision board? And at the time I was reading Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Excellent book if you haven't read it. But within that book, he talked about creating declarations for the things that you want so you could speak them out because there's power in our words. So what we're speaking out does create that vision. So it wasn't so much about pictures for me as it was about what was I saying every day. So along with my vision board, I then created declarations that I would say every single morning for every single board, because I had three different boards. So I felt like during that time, I was doing that individual vision for myself, right? But what was powerful about it was, and, and God would humble me so often, is that within the vision, it was always talking about what I could do for someone else and how I would achieve the things by giving. So for a vision board for my husband, I had all the characteristics and all the different things that I wanted, you know, like endless travel. He really gets who I am, you know, family's always going to be first, you know, just these these different things that it was like, okay, how do I need to show up in order to receive for my purpose in life? One of my statements to be a world renowned brand expert, but it also had to talk about, hey, what did I have to give to be that? So that was powerful. I know it was long winded. it was like the first, what, 20 minutes. But my husband's making funny faces. So I just want to say that with that vision board piece that I'm turning it over to you because, like, literally when you showed me your vision boards, before you even knew I had a vision board, like, I was over there, like, almost in tears because I was like, wow. And you showing me that you saved these boards. Because you wanted to do them, create these boards with your wife it was so powerful. Yes,
0: yes. I remember going out and buying those boards, too, and saying, I think I was in a relationship, but nothing led me to do it with her. And I just had them for a while. And I was just like, nope, I don't want to do this with anyone. I know somebody else wanted to do, like, a vision board for New Year's. And I was like, I ain't doing no vision board with somebody. <laughs> like, like it." I, like, I want to be really connected and, and next time I do a vision board with someone or whenever I do a vision board with someone, I want them to be my wife. And so I just did them by myself. But also, when one of my homeboys hit me up. He was just like, yo, people don't know that you've been manifesting your wife with your declarations that showed up in Dear Future Wife. So I've been writing Dear Future Wife since the year 2000. And it's like different experience that I had. Instead of arguing with people instead of doing these different, I just wrote, dear future wife, I plan to do this. Dear future wife, I would love if we did this. Dear future wife, these different letters that I wrote for several years. And when I look back, I see I was writing to you this entire time. Because everything that I talked about, wrote about, confessed, declared, you are all those different things. Now, yeah, I am well. <laughs> and it's just been a blessing. So we talk about vision. What does that look like? And when I did, um, when I wrote those words to make them plain, as you said, and then I did a vision board. And on my vision board, I had a picture, but it was just the environment. It wasn't a particular, I wasn't saying she needed to look a certain way. She needed to have this. She needed to do this. It was Dear Future Wife. And it was, at that time, I was thinking about my book. But it was so much connected to where I'm at now. But I knew I had to do my work myself.
1: So it was like, you know, we were individually creating our own vision mm-hmm. for not only what, it, what we wanted collectively with someone else, but what we, what we needed to do to get to that point. You know, when I think back to my declaration, like I get emotional about it sometimes because everything that was in my de- declaration, which for my husband, which was marry the man that God created for me be the wife that loves, honors, and respects her and elevates her husband to his fullest potential by 2019. That's something I said every day. If I leave the house and forget to say it, I do a U-turn, come back in the house and say it. So that declaration, speaking it out, and then receiving who you are through what we talked about in our origin story, episode one, was just, just blew me away. Even the small things that I was asking for, like endless travel, I just put that on there. Endless travel, and since we met in 2019, we've been on on over 28 trips together. So, like those things, when you speak it out, it really comes. So, when we were doing that individual work, I felt like we were pulling, and God was aligning us, and He He was preparing us to be in alignment with one another. So, when we did come in each other's presence we would connect on a soul level, on a spiritual level, on an intellectual level. And that, that's just powerful in having that individual vision.
0: And you know what's funny? When you declare these different things, you try to apply them in the wrong relationship. Oh. It seems like that the declaration is false. Yeah. It seems like you, like sometimes we think we're a failure. Sometimes we blame the other person. But that's not who you're supposed to be with. Exactly. Like I remember writing and coming up with these great ideas. Oh, this is what I want to do when I present them to someone and they want to do something else with it. And it's just like, oh, that hurts. You know, I feel rejected or I feel like, uh, oh, why did I come up with this? Or, you know, you have the resentment, but it's not for that person. Yeah. Like we try to show up and we try to do husband and wife things for people we should just be saying hello and goodbye to. Exactly. Like too much effort into people who is not, your partner who is not supposed are, to be your life yeah,
1: partner. Exactly. And that's why it never lines up, right? right. That's why it never aligns. That's just a, you know, a great segue into like once you have that vision individually and you do align with the right person, you come to this collective vision, right? So like after we got engaged and married, I think we we were engaged at the time.
0: Yeah, we started to the write them in when we we're engaged.
1: We started to collectively create our vision board together then and our declarations for our vision board, because now it's no more. You can't keep saying that. I got my husband. You know what I mean? He has his wife. So you can't keep saying the same declarations for the next level. So you do have to redefine what is it we want collectively, because when you do come together with that, with the right vision, with the right person and you're aligned with that, they can give their input to elevate your idea, you know what I mean. Not it's not dismantling it. Dismantling it. It's elevating it, and that's on both sides. And then you're open to it, right? Then you're not beating yourself up because you're in this safe space. So, share, I guess you know, with um, our listeners, like how was it for you when you know you were like, oh, I found someone I can create this vision board with, and what led the facets of our vision board for you.
0: Well, to add just to the, before I answer that directly, Mm -hmm. I want people to understand that you don't have to totally abandon your individual vision once you become connected or in relationship with someone. Like I'm thinking, like people used to always ask me, well, you started writing Dear Future Wife, you have all these things, you've sold all these books, you've done all these, these different things like speaking all over. What happens when you find your wife? I said, when I find my wife, I'm just going to apply the different things that I wrote. And I'm also considering that the next day, that's going to be my future wife in the marriage, right? I'm not leaving. I'm not abandoning my wife. Let's talk about my future. Because I'm constantly going to be learning about you, learning about me, and learning about our marriage. So you're always going to be my future wife tomorrow, the next day, whatever that looks like. But I didn't want to abandon everything that I learned, everything that, that helped me get to the point where I was. And so what led to me to says, OK, I created this individual vision. Now our relationship, our marriage needs a vision. So the different aspects when you talk about money, you talk about purpose, you talk about finances, you talk about love and intimacy.
1: Marriage covenant.
0: Marriage covenant, all those different things. We need to be on the same page and we need to be speaking those things out together the same way we're doing individually so we never ever neglect each other or our marriage.
1: Uh, absolutely. And I think our marriage vision board yeah. only has like uh, two pictures on it. Everything right. is is words Word. we're we're speaking it out. When we look at our marriage vi- vision board, we have a lot of I don't even want to call them surprises, call them manifestations that have come yeah. to pass yeah. with things that we are doing. Yeah. Yeah, cuz we I, yeah, we get we fall off, we get, get busy. Different
0: schedules different and stuff ske- like that. Yeah. We get a
1: So yeah. that's one thing we definitely really need to drive home is being consistent with what your vision is individually, collectively for your marriage relationship because when those things manifest, you can't get comfortable. Right. You know, right. when when you can't get lazy. It's just like just cuz I'm married doesn't mean I need to be lazy now. You know, mm-hmm. So it's just different things. Everything that you do in the beginning, it's going to evolve to the next level. It doesn't mean stop doing it.
0: And you can check the same box several times.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like you talk about the the manifestations or reaching that thing or seeing it happen. Mm-hmm. And you check the boxes. Some people check the box and move on to the next thing. We can go back to that box and say, okay, we did this again. So we're continuing our deposits into our marriage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So collectively, and we'll, we'll talk about it, like how we do it, like with our, our vision, board. we sat down, we went over everything together. We that we, put,
1: that we, we, we wanted to focus on. We wanted on, to on focus on the,
0: the things that we needed at a particular time, the things that we want in the future, and the things that we, we believe that are sustainable for our marriage, right? And so it's not just limiting to one thing or limiting to have a small surplus, a thought process about what we can have in our marriage. And so we get up in the morning, we read the different sections. We read, right? And read the declaration. declarations. We, pray. And then we pray. pray. When we wrote down, we didn't just have the vision board, right? We did the vision board and then we wrote to each, each section of the vision board and that was the declarations. So you're adding to what your vision looks like and you're speaking it out. And so we read that, we read the board, read the declarations, we pray. We're holding hands. My wife is fidgety, so she's all over the place sometimes. And I have to calm her down, like <laughs> right, like right? <Right>, right? focus.
1: <laughs> and then we anoint. Yes. We anoint one another with blessed oils because I'm outside of the home all day, so I feel protected when my husband anoints me before I leave. Even though he's at home, he still needs to be protected because, you know, he is a therapist and he's taking on a lot of different uh problems and listening and mm-hmm. not getting out the house too can be confining. Absolutely. So, you know, we do that to, to not only seal one another, but to protect our covenant too. You know, if you're in that space of after you've gone to therapy or in therapy and you see this person, as you know, you shared earlier, as someone you see long-term with, why not create a vision that you can be open and honest about? Because through that deep connection in your therapy, you also can have this clear, deep vision for your relationship. You have, I mean, I-, I-, I don't know if it's half too-, too harsh. I feel like you have to write it out, create it, speak it out to-, to get those things. But also, don't just leave it there. Put it into action by the things that you have faith about, the things that you do daily that's- that are going to lead you to those. We're not just saying, hey, let me say this and it's going to happen. You have to act accordingly.
0: And be okay with adjustment, too, because that was one of the things that I ran into, that I struggle with, because we will be reading it and we'll declare it, we'll write down and agree with, but sometimes you're like, "You know what? We need to change this." And I'd be like,
1: you know, <laughs> yes.
0: We already declared. Why do we keep changing?" Like I was getting like frustrated, but I had to understand and I had to compromise and say, "She is right about this particular thing. Yes, we do need to add that. And then there were times when you wanted to change, and I had to say. We don't need to change that. It's okay.
1: I'm an overthinker. so. We gave (laughs) each other
0: that space and that permission because it's not just my vision board. It's not just my wife's vision board. It's our vision board. Yeah. And so give yourself permission to adjust, to shift, to add, to take away, to erase, to replace. Those are bars right there. You ain't even. You ain't I even. Heard you. No, I heard you, ain't. you. I was great beatbox. I was great beatbox for you. Repeat what I said. Then
1: you just. I can't do it like you yes. do it. I can't do it like you do it. <laughs> do it, like you do it. <laughs> but no, I like what you said about erase and replace because you know just because you erase it doesn't mean it was a failure. It doesn't right. mean that you know it may not be fitting
0: yeah. anymore.
1: Yeah. Right? It's almost like going on a diet. Like, you know, some things you should erase from your diet. You shouldn't be eating because it's going to make you healthier or mm-hmm. improve a certain area. So you can erase everybody. So I I did like that part. I said that one bar.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. I that that was bar. the last thing I said, so you know the last <laughs> thing I said. But, yeah, again, permission is needed in your marriage. Yeah. Permission is needed in, your, in needed in your vision. And also... Don't make it all about you. Sometimes you got to sit there and pray and ask God. I think sometimes we're afraid to ask God for certain things, so we know the answer is no.
1: I, well, you know what? I'm not. I'm a ask away.
0: I said sometimes we. I ain't just saying. <laughs>
1: you,
0: I'm just saying people in general. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they don't want to ask for certain things because they know that's not the outcome. They don't, yeah, they yeah. know that's not what God is like. I've known I prayed for certain things and heard God's answer. And didn't like it, yeah. and so the and next still time tried to move on your own. <laughs> right. accord. And then the next time I was like, you know what? Let me not pray. Let me pray <laughs> around that. And then it still comes up with the same results, which is chaos.
1: Well, we end up trying to to bless what we want, right? God, please right. bless this. Please make this vision. Yeah. To please, we're asking for instead of saying, God, your will be done. Let your will be done, and let me, you know, submit to your will and not my own. And one thing that that you do, I feel like it's very vital in this whole vision process is that when you see these things come to pass, you have to remember to get down on your knees and thank God for them. Because that's where all blessings flow from. So we're asking for these things. And it says, asking you shall receive. So you cannot forget to show gratitude and thanksgiving for the things that he has answered and blessed you with because you asked.
0: Yeah, you also have to know that faith works, right? We pray for certain things, things, and we expect them to happen magically. We don't put in the effort. We don't put in, you know, everything that we're asking for, we expect it to happen without putting in the effort. So this vision and everything is collaborative. Like he wants us to show up, and sometimes he's waiting for us, and we expect it to just drop on our lap.
1: In God's timing. In God's timing.
0: I, but I always say God's timing is always.
1: Oh, yeah. You're right about that. God's
0: God. timing is always. It's yeah. us that has to meet the time.
1: Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and he prepares us, right? right. So, I, like, you know, just to recap, when we're doing the individual work, it enables us to come together to do the collective work. And then we're able to really benefit and reap and experience and then give him thanksgiving. So I love how you, how you said that God's timing is always because sometimes, you know, even like our marriage, we were very private. We didn't post. Nobody knew. I talk with my hands. (laughs) Nobody knew, you know, that we were even dating. And I always said the next and we'll talk about this and, you know, protecting privacy in relationship that the next person I'll post or anything is me walking down the aisle to my husband. So when I posted that, it kind of that whole wedding video kind of went viral because everybody that I knew just started, and, and my husband knew, just started blowing our phones up like, What? How did you do that?
0: And everybody's like, That's I'm gonna show up the next time. Yeah. I'm gonna
1: do my. But I think what happened to a lot of the, the messaging that I received, I know you received, is that, Oh, it's gonna happen overnight. Mm. It's gonna happen overnight. I'm gonna do a vision board. I started having vision board events because I really wanted women to really see, hey, It's things that we have to do that we have to give to get in position to be able to be ready for this. But I think a lot of that was taken. I'm going to say these declarations and I'm going to meet my man next week or I'm going to do this fast and I'm going to meet my man, my husband next week. It was this. Don't just go out looking for your husband because you're saying decorate your declarations or creating your vision board for it. Go because of who you're becoming through this process of creating your own individual vision With God's input, because God got a lot of input, a lot of days in my my closet, on my knees, on my stomach praying, you have to do that work. But you also have to be in, in this patient anticipation of God's best for your life. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, that vision starts before you get connected. And I think people don't really understand that. Like, our work started individually. And when we got together, we continued to work and we continue to work today. And you talk about what that vision looks like. And one of the things, too, and I look back and I didn't even notice this until after we got married, like something popped up on my timeline that I posted years ago. It was the exact same setup that our marriage was. Like I post that and I said, I still believe in marriage and I still believe in marriage in a society while well, living in a society that believes in right now something like that I don't know believes in hookups or temporary relationships mm-hmm. and the, it was like a wedding nobody was in there yeah. nobody was in the I wedding it was, like it was just yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and I was like babe that looks like us the green the white it was it looked like white chairs yeah. it looked like well, our, we, it was closed our wedding. in too and I was just like yeah I started working on this before I even knew who you were.
1: Well, God was giving us the vision so we can reflect back and say his hand was always in it. Right. And when we did go public after the wedding and put all that out there, you know, you made a very profound statement. And you said kingdom love exists and God is about to reveal its witnesses. God is re- revealing he is revealing its witnesses. And we were a witness to kingdom love. That ki- Part of that kingdom love was that individual vision, the collective vision, and then being able to live out that vision through being in alignment with God because he put us in alignment. And that's where our whole wedding thing came from. And that's where the name of this show came from. Like we, we were trying to think, hey, what, we, what is our hashtag for the wedding? What is this? And I don't know who said it, probably you, but, you know, we just said, when love aligns. And it just flowed freely. And that was our whole wedding thing. When love aligns. You know it is definitely blessed by God, you know, and it's just a powerful thing for us. So, you know, create that individual collective, get those beautiful blessings that God has for you.
0: Do the work. Do the work. Do the work. Create the vision.
1: Make it plain. Yes. And we've really enjoyed this series. So we yeah. really want to thank all the love and listeners. Maybe we'll do this again when you send in topics or questions, all right?
0: All right. Thank y'all for joining us. We appreciate it. This is, again, When Love Aligns. And, babe, I just want to say you, I love you.
1: Oh, I love you too, babe. I love you too. Thank you. Give me one one good takeaway for today, this love and vision.
0: I, I said it all. What'd you say? That bar. Go me. Go back to <laughs> go back to the bar. Repeat the bar.
1: I'm not repeating Erase
0: that. and replace.
1: Yeah. I think... It's very important when it comes to love and vision to seek God first, be in that transparent place with your partner and yourself to really create that space you love. All right. Thanks for listening. in. We want to thank you all so much for being in alignment with us today. This is, you know, an opportunity for us to like share with you, us to stay connected. So definitely if you want to stay connected with us, Follow us on IG at WinLoveAlins TM. And um, feel free to DM us, you know, for topics or questions or anything that you want us to talk about. And also join our mailing list. And you can do that at WinLoveAlliance.com.
0: To hear more podcasts like Win Love Alliance, check out Alive Podcast Network.com.